that's what's gonna happen, right? There's gonna be like crazy outrageous parties. Mm-hmm. There's going to be like dark, humorous shit. Oh yeah. Oh, or just yeah. like oh, straight up traumatic shit too. You know what I mean? Like that's that's what's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. And yeah. we might start increasing the babies because everybody's out like having one night stands. Exactly. Or okay. I should leave some bread out and grow my own penicillin just in case. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> well, you that might yeah. take a long time. Yeah, yeah. We probably need it before then. Although you never know. But <laughs> Maybe I'll get out to the bathhouse without God stopping me this time. So, yeah, wow, was that a sign? <laughs> yeah, it was. And honestly, I, the, yeah. I say if that happens again, then there is obviously a serial killer that goes to that bathhouse you do not want to go to. Yeah. I mean, it's not that. It's not that great of one either. I mean, it's nice that it's there, but it's not as nice as the one up in Cleveland. Oh, yeah. You told me about that one. Yeah. That one sounds epic. Side note, before we get started, um, Trixie Mattel, you know how she owns a portion of a bar now? Yes. Ooh, she and Katya are coming to Columbus on tour. (gasps) Are you going to go see them? I believe so, yes. Yay. Oh, my God. That's going to be so much fun. So that bar is in Wisconsin. Uh-huh. It's the same bar that not Ted. Who's the serial? Name some serial killers. Uh, not Ted Bundy. Not Ted Bundy. Ed Gein. I think it was Ed Gein. Did he fuck? Did he fuck dead dudes? Maybe. I remember he made like a belt out of nipples. Might have been him then. That was the bar that he would try to pick up guys at. Oh, great. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, oh, look at that. Yay. Hey, if you got to be known for something. Exactly. And if it's the same. Yeah. And I don't know. So from like one of the podcasts that I listened to. That bar has like an underground thing too. Oh, like a sex dungeon kind of thing or No, 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 because I think it was oh. for like a like a uh, alcohol running. Oh. During prohibition, okay. I think. Cool. So they had like tunnels. Mhm. In the city, but I think that's also how like he escaped the one time. Oh. Or something. I don't know. I I'm not very good with like my serial killer lore, but I know there, there's like something to do with all of that. So would that be a sex danger dungeon or a danger sex dungeon? Sex danger. Sex danger dungeon. Because if you say danger, sex dungeon, that sounds fun. <laughs> but a danger dungeon also sounds kind of fun too. Again, just depends. <laughs> depends on what kind of danger. It's either fun danger or the kind of danger that you don't come back from. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and now I'm remembering part of Mandy. <laughs> Yay! 
right, Steve, we are going to get started in three, two, one. Welcome back, everyone. This is hey, sorry. Trash. Did you I had to think there. I thought I might have farted, but I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. I don't know. Next time, if you want to, you can like put the microphone up to your asshole and see if you well, catch anything. When there's like a little bubble in there that's just like boop, boop, like ringing on the doorbell of your of your sphincter, and it can't decide whether or not it wants to. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I have such a visual image in my head right now. <laughs> have you ever have you ever seen the movie Bad Milo? No, but I I know of it and it seems beautiful. Yeah, listeners, there's a movie. Hi, I'm Ashley, by the way. That's Steve. Oh, I'm Steve. <laughs> there's a movie called Bad Hi. Milo. And it's about this guy who has a monster in his butt. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and I watched it with Tyler and I was like, oh my God, we have butt monsters. <laughs> so maybe you're listening to this and your butt monster well, is also just poking at your sphincter. <laughs> Guys, hold on to this because it's the only time you're going to laugh. Oh, oh, yeah. Dark, dark movie. <laughs> so, by yeah, me, if you have... I mean me. I did it. It was me. And so if you need something warm to hold on to, just, just yeah, think about ringing at the doorbell of the sphincter of your love there. Oh, yeah, because um, I picked a doozy, but not like a, not a bad doozy. This is a no. good, this is a good movie. It's a very well done doozy. Yeah. Because at a certain point, I just stopped writing and just like, holy shit. And just let it go from there. Because. But yeah. So it's, it's good. It's, it's a doozy. Good. Yeah. So guys, we watched Super Dark Times from 2017. Um, mm-hmm. As always, did minimal to no research about this film. Yep. Um, however, I, I, the director, it seems like he's kind of known for doing more cinematography, uh, okay. which, which makes, makes sense. sense. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's mainly directed either shorts or music videos. Oh God, what kind of music video? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Don't <laughs> know. Um, so yeah, this this was a movie. Yeah, it it left me with a little funny feeling. Yeah, so I had heard about this movie, I think, when it had initially come out. Um, mm-hmm. And I, they didn't give a lot of information about it. They're like, it's a movie, and then something happens. And I said, great. <laughs> <laughs> so I made sure to keep it super vague, like I do with a lot of things I'm interested in. Uh, and and it did it did not disappoint exactly it delivered quite well yeah so steve take it away (laughs) all right super dark times the setting evening forest we pan over the trees 
we pan up to a what is assumed to be a high school building and it turns out it is indeed a high school building there's a broken window and okay interesting and then we keep following along and there's blood splatters as there would be with a broken window mm-hmm. a broken window ermagerd <laughs> <sighs> never mind guys maybe you will laugh <laughs> because turns out we can't we can't human we can't human i can't human no absolutely cannot oi Oh, people. yes. I ain't people. But anyway, we find we find a deer <laughs> lying in the middle of a classroom, a injured deer that it turns out is still alive. So it's lying Barely. there. Yeah. Yeah. And then we see, okay, the police have gotten there. You've got like students and teachers standing around, and the police are like, oh, okay, well, we gotta take care of this thing. So so they like try to usher people out of the class and one of the cops just was he like throat kicking the deer yes! to get it to and I'm like dude the one time it would be okay for you to pull out your gun and just be like blam and we throat kick the deer and this and this one girl who we find out her name is Allison she sees this happen and she's like what the shit oh yeah that was her yeah, so she sees it happen. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so that this is this is the opening of our movie. And then right away, so this, and I think it should be noted because it kind of matters. This movie takes place mm-hmm. in the 90s. Yes. Yeah, so we don't, like, so there's no cell phones. Um, mm-hmm. Billy Clinton was on the TV at one point. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to say like there's this term of like simpleness because you know you're you're missing all of this social media aspect, uh, uh-huh. which again, like it works for this movie. Oh yeah, hundred, a hundred, a thousand, a million percentages, math. I'm spiraling. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens, Steve. I am spiraling. Okay. Wasn't sure where we went there, but you know nope. what? I'm, I'm here for it. I'm along nope. for the ride. Yeah, I can't breathe out of my nose anymore, I don't think, and I'm just spiraling. Oh, no. <laughs> it's okay. It's fine. I'm, I'm broken. Yeah. <laughs> High five. <Woo>. Wee! <laughs> yeah, so, so the next thing that we see uh, is porn. We see porn. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. Not, they were trying to watch that. Yeah. And it's one of those situations, like they were trying to get like a, you know, they found like a blank station where they're getting like a normal station, but they're also getting like Cinemax or something. Lashes of tits. Yeah. Boobs. Yay. Uh, I think that was the first point I ever saw something on Cinemax. Yeah. It was over at a friend's house late at yeah. night. Parents had cable. We turned it on. I was amused. Yes. Like, <laughs> why is that limo rocking? Oh, that's why. Those are really floppy. So, yeah. Okay. All right. Of course, a bunch of boys at a sleepover would watch porn. I guess. I don't know. Thing. But no, because we meet we meet two of our main protagonists for the movie, Zach and Josh, 
And so they're there, they're trying to watch porn and they're like leafing through the yearbook to be like, oh yeah, I would bang this one, I would bang this one. So that kind of leads into what I thought the movie did very well was lean into the awkwardness and just the vibe of being that age in that point of your life. So they are very much high schoolers and it's not something where you're like, okay, these are clearly adults trying their best to hey there youths their way through high school it's like no these are perfectly believable children yeah yeah they're very much teens the way the dialogue is written too like they're just having these Mm -hmm. bullshit conversations yeah they have nothing else to do after school like they're just shooting the shit with each other Mm -hmm. yeah and i yeah (laughs) you're right that was like really really good and so they they're flipping through the yearbook and this chick Allison comes up again. Mm-hmm. And uh, Zach is like, oh, I feel uncomfortable talking about her like this because I know her as a person. <laughs> I'm like, okay, great. We have a little bit of self-awareness. Good for you. <laughs> if we humanize someone, we can't just see them as a sex object. Yeah. And uh Josh is super surprised. He's like, "Oh, what? You you know this lady?" Mm-hmm. And so it's like, oh, "Okay." So then they decide to like go out, um, on their bikes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they end up meeting up with two more kids that they know. One of them, Daryl, yeah. like this just larger kind of crass kid, um, and this Fair younger much. kid, Charlie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I didn't realize that. Charlie is in eighth grade. Well, these guys are in, like, sophomores, maybe? Yeah, something like that, I guess. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, and again, they're just hanging out. Like, they go to a gas station, pick up some random food. Like, oh, it's a package of, like, dried squid. Let's try that. Bleh, it's gross. Oh, it's not that bad. And we've all done that. We've all, like, you can't go anywhere. So you go somewhere, you buy dumb shit and you try it. Like we've all done that. Oh God, that teriyaki jerky was, cause was it with you or with Afton that we went to? Yeah. Guys, we went to a Gander Mountain and we bought uh-huh. very terrible tasting, smelly jerkies. And then went and saw the village. Uh, No, the other one, the, with the plants. The happening. Uh. Yes, the happening. And then we saw where the plants tried to kill everybody, guys. Yeah. (laughs) I think we might have been the only ones in that theater. (laughs) I think we were. Yeah. Worked out for us. (laughs) Yeah, because that that jerky was vile. Oh, yeah. We bought, it was, guys, we bought bad jerky. Yeah. No bueno. But, yes. So, movie very true to life so far and like they're just going along shooting the shit they're in apparently it's set in new england i thought it was like pittsburgh area possibly but okay yeah but at one point there's like this long bridge that has like oh closed whatever thing Mm -hmm. they go over it anyway Daryl tells some story about how he was watching True Lies and beat off like two and a half times to Jamie Lee Curtis. And he stopped at the half because he was like, oh, yeah, my dick was getting sore. So I went down to get some ice. There wasn't any ice. So I just slapped a steak on it. And then puts the steak back. 
And I'm like, that, 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 which I have never done. So that's a something I feel I have going for me. I feel like you uh, so quickly said you hadn't done that, that I don't believe you. <laughs> you just were like, you know what? Great news, Ashley. I've never uh, put a stake on my dick. And you know what? <laughs> I don't believe you. so the next time your friend so readily (laughs) says nope never done it suspicion (laughs) (laughs) i know better (laughs) guys we gotta hold on to it because it does get super dark (laughs) yeah it does (laughs) so they're on this bridge um and there's a comment made like somebody Partially why it's closed is someone had died on it, is what they said. Oh, okay. Yeah. And they're looking over the bridge. They're kind of making some comments about jumping. And uh, Josh kind of goes up a little bit higher on the bridge. And it's just like looking into the water in a suspicious manner. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, it's all right. And then and lots yeah, of cuts. For a half second there, I was like, is he going to jump or something? Because like it, it, something's going to happen. It, it does start very slow. It like sets these characters, it sets the mood, it sets mm-hmm. the scene before it starts to ramp up there. Yeah. And it's very uh, choppy in regards to like narrative wise. Because mm-hmm. it, it kind of jumps from like one thing to the other. It's very easy to uh, keep everything in line though, which is good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think this is the point where. Um, because uh, after that we've just got the we've just got Josh and Zach they are going like close to the high school or something mm. they run into a couple boys just a group of them out there one of them starts like picking on Josh being like oh your brother joined the navy he's gay and he's like fuck you it was the marines and he kind of like runs at the guy and tries to fight him even though the guy is a lot bigger than him and ends up like standing on his head so yeah, and it's just one of like it's not it's not a movie interaction. It's they meet up mm-hmm. with some jackasses. The jackasses make fun of them a little bit, kind of bruises pride, and they're on their way. Mm-hmm. And then um, Zach gets home, and Ooh. his mom's like, "Hey, oh, but, yeah." yeah. But first day, so this girl Allison, they end up like outside her house. Yes. Yeah, and Zach's like, oh, yeah, this is her house, because, I don't know, they worked on, like, a project together or something like that. And Josh tells this delightful story about how in art class last year, because you know how, like, the Elmer's glue bottles, sometimes the glue hardens on the top and then you can't get it open. So he tells this story about how Allison couldn't get the glue open, then all of a sudden, sploosh, she got glue all over her hands, and he's like, that was the most erotic thing I've ever seen. Because she had glue all over her hands, which looks like other substances. Uh, yes. And then Zach proceeds to scream penis. 
they see a light go on in the house and they book it. They're like, oh, we got to go. Very kid. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. We've all screamed uh, various genitals in public. <laughs> Vulva. Yes. <laughs> Just loud. That's, that's a great word, honestly. No, it is. And it should be used more. <laughs> Vulva. <laughs> And I guess I could just scream it here and some German will probably look at me. <laughs> well, that could be fun. So this is when uh, Zach gets home and he has a message. Well, not a message. She has, uh, Allison had called. And Mom's like, okay, mm-hmm. well, she left her number. So he calls back and she's like, um, yeah, I'm having like a birthday party. So you should come. Uh, you can bring Josh if you want. It's totally cool. Mm-hmm. He's like, yes, deal. Because he obviously has a crush on her. Allison mm-hmm. must have some sort of thing for him. So it's like, okay, great. Like he's mm-hmm. hanging out with, with his buds. He's talking to a girl. Things are going really well. Yeah, they were. They, they were. were. So then it's like the next day or so? I think so. I think it's the next day after school. And so Mm -hmm. now all four of these, well, it starts out with the three boys and then four of them. Um, So Mm -hmm. it's Josh, Zach, and Daryl are all hanging out. They end up at Josh's house and Mm -hmm. Daryl's like, oh, can we go down to your brother's room? (laughs) And so this is the brother that's in the Marines. So they go down there. They're dicking around. There's this mm-hmm. big thing, like this big package, well, not package, but like a big baggie full of weed that Daryl mm-hmm. is super pumped about. And he wants to He's take- got some. a water bed. There's like porn taped to the ceiling. So All of it. Nunchucks. Yeah. Nunchucks that Zach's just playing around with. Whipping around. Yeah. All this stuff. So mm-hmm. two things kind of happen. Daryl's making this big deal about wanting to take the weed and even just like a little bit of it. Mm-hmm. And Josh keeps being like, "Oh uh, no, it's my brother's. Like, what if he wants it?" And he's like, "Dude, your brother's in the military. He can't have weed." Uh huh. <laughs> Trying to make this point, and so to try to like distract from all of this, Josh goes over. And he's like, "Oh, if you think those things are cool, like, my brother's got a samurai sword." Ugh. And the minute that katana came out, I went, "Oh fuck, not a yeah. katana." Yes. Yes. So, all right. Now we go out to some field. It's obviously it's near the woods. These boys are kind of just like out by themselves. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, this yeah, is like, like, yeah, we're going to take a couple melt cartons, fill them up with water, whack at them with a katana. It'll be a great time, which again, seems like something that would happen. Oh, for sure. For sure. For sure. For sure. I'm going to cut what I'm going to say out. How anyways, back to the movie guys. So, no, so they're just, they're, you know, they're just like out in the middle of nowhere, dicking around, Mm -hmm. dicking around. And now Charlie is with them too. Yes. So I don't, and again, now knowing, yeah, now knowing that he is in eighth grade, I guess it makes sense that maybe he like showed up a little bit later, Mm -hmm. you know? So they're fucking around. And uh, Zach looks over to see that Daryl is sitting down, lighting up a smoke, and it is weed. Mm-hmm. And it turns out he stole Josh's brother's weed. 
and not just a little bit. He stole the whole thing. Mm-hmm. He stole the whole baggie. And so Josh's eyes like, oh, what is he doing? Because Daryl's making all of this noise, like coughing and hacking and like laughing to himself. And Zach's uh-huh. like, oh, it's nothing. Like Daryl's just fucking around. Like, don't worry about it. Yeah. And he does worry about it. Finds out that he has the weed. And this is where everything just goes to shit, guys. Yeah. Everything. Because you can tell that, you can tell Josh, Zach also, but Josh especially, they're not the cool kids. They're not the popular kids. They're kind of like weird loners who found each other. Yeah. So there's that. So you get that, you definitely get that kind of feel from their interactions with each other of just the awkwardness of how they interact and reactions with each other. So Josh does not handle the fact that Daryl stole his brother's weed very well at all. So they start like yelling at each other, kind of sort of fighting. Daryl gets really pissed. He ends up grabbing the katana, which one's like, fuck. And he's kind of waving it around and they're like, hey, this, this is not cool. You need to stop this. Yeah. Yeah. So he Same. ends up taking it and he, he throws it towards the ground. So the, it gets, the sword gets like stuck in the ground. Mm-hmm. And he walks away and everybody seems to be like cooling down. Zach is talking to Josh, like, Hey, it's fine. Like you've got the weed back. Like the sword's Mm -hmm. fine. Like just chill. Everybody's walking away. Daryl starts getting all huffy and puffy and he turns back around and he starts like, yep. Cause Josh yelled something about, Oh, well, of course he would have stolen it. Cause they, it's not like he has anything up in his duplex. So just some kind of a, just some kind of a crack to him just to have some kind of final word except yeah. I'm not sure if it was yeah for whatever reason Daryl decides oh I'm gonna turn around and just run at him and this is the point where it all kind of gets a little jumbled but mm-hmm. Josh picks up the sword mm-hmm. kind of gets in a scuffle yep and it Do you feel like this was an accident? I guess let's start there. From Josh's perspective, I would say a happy accident. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because what happens, and we don't, like, which which is great, because we don't get, like, a full, like, pulled back, clear view. Mm -hmm. It's like they're coming towards each other, and then they kind of, like, tumble and fall but Josh mm-hmm. gets that sword up in Daryl's neck. Yeah. And baby boy is not dead though. Is not mm-hmm. dead. So everybody is freaking out, rightfully so. Mm-hmm. Daryl is laying on his back. Now, these are young, dumb teenage boys and an eighth grader. Oh, I thought you were going to finish the phrase there. Yum, dumb, young, young dumb and full of cum that is a really hard thing to say (laughs) really difficult anyway but yes boys of that nature yes and it is the Mm. nine i mean Mm -hmm. they should have known better but it is the 90s so it's they they don't have anything readily accessible to assist them which even Mm -hmm. i don't know i 
I think even plenty of teens now, if they had something readily accessible to help them, wouldn't uh, know exactly what to do right away. Right. Because honestly, from this point out, a lot of it I was watching thinking, well, shit, what if we had been in a situation then where we just ended up around a dead body in some and were in some way connected with the fact that it was a dead body? Mm-hmm. How would that have been handled? God, you know, honestly, it could have gone to one of two ways. Mm-hmm. Either we would have we would have been like. I was a Girl Scout. <laughs> I was in 4-H. Like, we would have handled this shit like adults. Uh-huh. And then processed our group therapy sessions later on in life. <laughs> or uh, it would have been something similar to what happens in this movie, except, uh, like, with a happy ending. Yeah, I could see that. Oh, yeah. Like, again, we would have handled this in a smart, mature way. <laughs> I mean, Just granted... Saying. Did grow up Catholic, guilty ass persona. But oh, I think would you be the one that snaps? I I don't know. I don't know. I think I would come close, but okay. I end up being like no. Slap you, slap you around a little bit. It would have been okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. I yeah. would have been mean. I would have been mean about everything. <laughs> but I would have kept which, us safe. Which would have kept me in line so yes i think i think we would have gotten through this okay so in conclusion i hope no one listens to this podcast that is (laughs) that knows us (laughs) this is all hypothetical no No, what you know is missing it's fine it's fine no so they are standing there Mm -hmm. josh is the one that did this so he Uh is he is freaking out the most yeah. Charlie just keeps saying the same thing. Like, what did you do? What did you, he keeps say, repeating the same thing over and over and over mm-hmm. again. And uh, Zach, he's like, Oh, like you can just, you can see the look on his face. Like, Oh fuck. So he goes over there. He's like, it's, it's okay, Daryl. Like it's, it's okay. He grabs the sword. Yeah. Cause he's like, I'm, I'm going to pull it out. He's like, no, I don't think you should. I'm going to. And yeah. Yeah. Which Fun fact, if you don't know this out there, guys, don't do that. Anything. Like, you get a piece of, like, really big glass stuck in something, you are not supposed to pull anything out of your body because it will do more damage going out than it did in. Mm-hmm. The fun fact. And that is exactly what it did. <laughs> yeah. He pulls it out of his neck. He starts bleeding even more. Mm-hmm. The guys are all freaking out. Daryl has enough fight or flight response in him that he gets up and just starts running away mm-hmm. and he runs and the two oldest boys zach and josh they go and they chase him and it's not in a menacing way they have a friend that is bleeding from his neck they are trying to help him yep find him in the woods he is dead on his face uh-huh and they're like oh shit now, the one who stabbed him, accidentally or not, is obviously freaked out. He's like, what do we do? Do we call the cops? Like, we got to do something. Mm-hmm. Zach, on the other hand, is like, you know what we should do? Hide the body. Uh-huh. I mean, once he throws up, but yes, he's like, okay, we just, we just, we just got to hide it. We got to hide the body. We got to get rid of this stuff. 
the the eighth grader shows up with the katana. He's like, we should hide this too. Like the eighth grader is the most chill out of all of them and has his head on his shoulders the best out of all of the three. Which is amazing because like we, very minor character, but we do mm-hmm. need him for certain things that help. We need him as a sounding board. Oh yeah. In the movie. Um, so yeah, it, it is really interesting to see like how he is handling this, which is cool as a cucumber. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he and he kind of maintains that throughout the movie. Yeah. And I wonder <laughs> like, too if I mean he's only like let's say he's what two years younger. Uh-huh. But I wonder too if that has something to do with it. Like if you can detach yourself even you know, the younger that you are, being able to detach yourself even more from something so traumatic. Oh. Until it pops out later in life and becomes an even bigger problem. Yeah, because I think the way that I would handle something like that now compared to something that where I would handle it like in like seventh grade. Uh Uh-huh. Emotionally, I think are two different things. Oh, yeah, totally. Because you're not you're not thinking about the parents. You're not thinking about his siblings. You're not thinking about Mm -hmm. external stuff. Right. You're just just, thinking like, this happened. This is bad. I view this as an accident. We need to not get in trouble. Mm -hmm. Not saying that's necessarily how I would view it, but I think that's like, might be where it's coming from. Yeah. Yeah. So they do, they cover up the body with leaves. They drop the sword down um, like a hole in the ground, like through a tree trunk, I think. Yeah, like a cave or so. And and then Zach is like, okay, I'm gonna go take care of his bike. Like, we'll just we'll just deal with this and go team, break. Yeah. So so he takes Daryl's bike off to like the side of some train tracks going into mm-hmm. a tunnel or overpass thing, and he dumps it off there, and then he just gets really just overwhelmed so he does that guy thing of punching the stone in front of him like the stone wall in front of him which again i have never done just because i'm like i know better yeah i don't understand that yeah but basically breaks his hand and afterwards he's like oh fuck now i have to deal with this now (laughs) so we see him have the presence of mind to be like shit i gotta do something so we see a silhouette of him Again, nice cinematography. Mm-hmm, but yeah. silhouette of him, like his bike's on the ground and he's like stomping on the wheel to make it look like he really had an accident with it and that's how his hand got fucked up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's really interesting. He didn't do anything. He mm-hmm. he did not hurt this kid. Uh, he did yank the katana out. Yeah, I wouldn't say that was in, like, he, he wasn't intentionally trying to do anything wrong, though. True. You know? But then when it got to the point where, like, I need to protect my friend. Mm-hmm. And he go I mean, he goes to great lengths to do so. Yes. So he goes home. He is traumatized. He is injured. And uh-huh. he is having the worst day of his life, I'm assuming. Yeah. And he goes home to find not just not his mom yet but that allison has showed up to the house (laughs) yep just wanted to do a little drop by Uh so they they do have this like 
brief kind of kind of cute moment as cute as it's going to be yeah as cute as it's going to be they have this moment and he's wrapping his hand in toilet paper because that's gonna fix it Uh uh-huh and they just kind of like just like cuddle Mm -hmm. yeah because yeah because he goes into his room she follows him down there Zach's mom seems very okay with the fact that, that, oh, he has a nice looking girl who's interested in him. So if they want to do stuff, you know, that is fine by me. Yeah. I'm going to be supportive because we never really see his dad around. So I don't know if his dad is around or if it's just him and his mom. Yeah. I kind of got the just him and his mom vibes. Yeah, me too. But, but yeah, so she's all like, go get him, tiger. But so they end up in his room and... Like, Allison thinks, she's like, oh, you hurt your hand. Oh, that's, but it's like she has an idea that, okay, there's got to be something more to it. Because he is cuddling with her, crying, basically. They they kiss, slash almost start to make out, but then don't. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's, again, captures that awkwardness very well. Yeah, it it, it just felt so heartfelt, so real. Yeah. Gen- genuine, maybe. It, it felt genuine. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, so that's like, it, it was fascinating. So she's, it's, okay, she leaves. Um, why did she, was there a reason that she stopped by? Just because, right? I think, yeah, I think just because. I think the reason was because she knew that Josh and Zach had been outside her house and yelled penis. So, and she's apparently interested in zach so she was like oh i'm just gonna stop by and kind of get the ball rolling here and see what this is like yeah so um he goes back up to his mom and his mom's gonna help him like clean his hand Mm -hmm. and she's like okay no let's get the car keys you obviously broke this so this is where we get one of these kind of like very like uh jagged kind of like cuts with reality because he's having this dream Mm-hmm. and uh, he thinks he's sleeping in, in bed and his mom wakes him up, but it's not his mom. Mm-hmm. This is also, I guess, uh, of note, this is all supposed to be taking place, I guess, in December. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, probably, because there's, like, there's Christmas trees up and there's, like, lights, but not in a, not in a yeah. garish way. Mm-hmm. It's just very yeah, subtle. It's just, it's just there. Yeah, so we end up in the living room. So you see the Christmas tree. And then all of a sudden, uh, Zach is laying on the ground, bloodied. We see the back of Daryl. He's all bloodied. And he's just having this horrible nightmare. Because mm-hmm. Daryl is sitting on him. Mm-hmm. So he wakes up and it's like, ah, my stomach. So his mom like gets him some Pepto-Bismol, sits with him. He's like, yeah, sorry, I took some NyQuil. She's like, well, don't do that. <laughs> Like she's she's a very chill mom. Yeah, she seems like a great mom. And um, so we head off to school, and this is where these murmur, you know, school murmurings, as they are wont to do, we hear murmurings. Um, mm-hmm. and Daryl is missing. Whispers. Yeah, which is really great the way that they use sound in this film, too. Oh, yeah. Very creative. Mm-hmm. Um, so we do, we hear like literal whispers, and Daryl is missing. And, mm-hmm. or at least according to the school gossip and Josh is not in school mm-hmm. and Zach is paranoid as fuck 
Yes. So he, like, after that school day, runs the middle school, grabs Charlie. He's like, hey, we need to talk. And again, Charlie's like, okay, we are not friends. I do not know you. I mean, I can't even remember what I did last Tuesday, let alone this Tuesday. I probably went home and ta-da. So I've got my story straight. Fuck all the way off and stay away from me. Yeah. And this is it, too. This is when I realized he's in eighth grade because he's like, um, why the fuck would a high schooler be hanging out with an eighth grader? He's like, what the fuck are you doing here? Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, cool, man. Yeah. Yeah. So, again, he just has this awareness. Um, but things are not okay. Mm-hmm. And as the movie progresses, we just, we are seeing Zach kind of unravel. Oh, yeah. Which is interesting. Mm-hmm. With everything that happens. And- yeah, and did lead me at points of at points later on to be like, okay, are we getting more of this is in his mind? Is this really happening? What's going on? So it it opens up that question there, which is great for the suspense. Absolutely. And the best line of this film, and it comes from Charlie, the little eighth grader, he says, if anybody asks in regards to like asks about Daryl, we're already fucked. Mm-hmm. If anybody asks, we're already fucked. Like, wow. Yep. That is coming from an eighth grader. Uh-huh. Wow. Maybe his dad's a cop. <laughs> Maybe. You never know. Uh-huh. But yeah, so oh, and Zach's so- back at home. Yeah. Is this one that we have the yeah. fantasy sequence? Or I guess it's a dream. Um... We're getting close to it because first he's at home. His mom says, hey, Daryl's mom called me. Apparently he didn't come home. She's She said he may have been over at Josh's. Did you see him? And he's like, mm-hmm. nope, didn't see him. Didn't see him at school. I don't know. It's like, oh, okay. Because um, now Daryl missing is now fully a thing at school. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're sitting in a like high school health class and she's going over, oh, this is the this is the scrotum, this is the vast deference, this is blah 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 blah. And then the girl sitting behind Zach is just like clicking her pen and moaning like the pen tip coming out was supposed to be sex or something. It was bizarre. Bizarre and yet totally believable that, yeah, that is something that someone would do just stupidly sit there like with a yeah yeah but it's done in a way too that it doesn't make it look stupid right because we know that we right we can think of a person who probably would have done that in sex class right yep yeah and they would have been like a total asshole just being like like right and it would have been stupid they made this in a way that it is very uncomfortable. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, okay. Well, things again are not okay here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then Zach goes to visit Josh because Josh hasn't been in school for a couple of days. So he he like gets his mom to let him in, finally is able to get into his bedroom. Be like, okay, so we should we should talk about this because. I'm not okay. You're clearly not okay. So they kind of connect a bit, but Josh is definitely 
affected by it. Yeah, because he probably he probably hasn't been in school for a couple of days at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's just Zach. It, he can't seem to really get to him. Right. So he's just like, okay. Um, um and and now we have oh, because one of the things that Josh tells Zach, he's like, okay. Because jo- Zach is like, I kind of want to go back and check on him or like do something. And Josh mm-hmm. is like, do not go back to the body. Yeah. So what do we see in the next scene? Zach is in the woods. Zach's in the woods and we see the leaves. We see a body. Oh, wait. What we are getting, folks, is a dream sequence where Allison is laying in her underwear on top of where Daryl is supposed to be buried. Mm-hmm. And then the two of them start like heavy makeout session, mm-hmm. like big time. And then he wakes up at school. Yep. Possibly fucking. And it's. Possibly yeah, it's... because I think he, ha- he has a wet dream is the implication. Yes. Yeah. Because he rushes off to the bathroom and you see him like in the corner of the bathroom, like angrily wiping at his pants and it's like ooh, mm-hmm. that's so he had i mean and it's interesting right so he has mm-hmm. there's this girl that is paying attention to him that he really likes things are happening mm-hmm. at the same time he has like this massive terrible horrible secret that he is keeping right and we see that play out in the dream because as they're on the forest floor fucking you've got the katana like kind of hanging over them and then he turns around at one point and there's josh just glowering at him yeah it's very creepy josh wears glasses and i was watching this during the day but you do Mm -hmm. see at one point where you just like you see just a dark shadow and but you see the glasses it's very creepy Mm -hmm. it's very creepy it's very well done so this is all going on so now zach is in the library and we hear some people talking that josh has been in school but he called one of his teachers a cunt. Mm-hmm. So Zach rushes to the, what is that called? The secretary's office? Principal's office. Principal's office. And he does, he sees a the snippet, office. the office. He sees a snippet of Josh and he's like, oh shit. Like he's acting out. Mm-hmm. Like we, like, oh shit, this cannot happen. This cannot be what he does. Right. Alas. Don't give us away, man. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So then again, we go ahead and we skip. Now we're at Allison's party, this birthday party that she's having. Mm-hmm. At her friend Megan's house. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the party Zach was up, and, and it was mm-hmm. supposed to be like a chill party. And obviously, Zach and Josh are a little socially awkward. Probably Josh more than Zach. Mm-hmm. And Zach shows up by himself. It's a big party. Mm-hmm. He does manage to find Allison. Yep, because turns out Megan's parents, oh, they're out of town now because, oh, grandpa's sick or something. So, oh, that sucks. But yay, party got an upgrade. So he, so Zach goes and finds Allison like in the garage where they're like setting up Christmas lights or something mm-hmm. and finds out that Josh is there. I was like, oh, I didn't realize you were going to be here. And he's like, well, you told me to be here. So 
And this is where, because we had the idea of it before, but we really get the idea that there is tension between the two of them, not mm-hmm. just because of dead Daryl, but also because of Allison, because Zach's into Allison, Josh is into Allison, Allison's into Zach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so there's definitely like this uncomfortable vibe going on and uh, Josh is all like, hey, I... I brought you a birthday present. Well, here mm-hmm. he brings his brother's weed, all of his brother's weed. Mm-hmm. And Zach is on high alert. Mm-hmm. And so everybody, so they, they use a page from the Bible to smoke the weed, which I thought was hysterical. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was a nice touch. I thought that was hysterical. Um, and yeah, Zach is just on high alert. Like, this is mm-hmm. not the type of person that Josh is. He knows that. Right. And it, you can, he's just, it's, he's like having almost a panic attack, it seems. Mm-hmm. He just, yeah, he cannot be there. Yeah, because one of the, one of the bullies from behind the school, the one with the blue hair, mm-hmm. is also, is also there. And like Josh is talking with him, like, yeah, I could get more of this from you or blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, or blue-haired kid is like oh i could get you more well something something along the lines of oh now now josh is talking with this kid who previously he did not like yeah very much so Mm -hmm. yeah so that kind of happens and um so zach is like oh i'm gonna leave allison kind of catches up with him they Mm -hmm. almost kind of kiss but not quite like it's just it's just kind of like this stop start they end up banging their heads together instead yeah and he kisses her on the forehead like it's just this like very stop mm-hmm. start kind of thing so like obviously there's an attraction between these two people but mm-hmm. Zach keeps pushing it off and Allison is a little confused but she does not give up hope good for her persistence I- turns out to be a to be a good thing for her I guess I guess it does yeah so so then yeah next day next day we're at school zach is sitting there and the kid behind him is like oh hey did you hear about this happening and of course zach's like what 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 did i hear what did i not hear i didn't hear anything and it turns out that blue-haired kid they found him dead now and it turns out he had fallen off of the bridge that they were all on so that becomes the big thing of, oh, first mm-hmm. Daryl was missing and now this kid is dead. Yeah. So Zach starts freaking out. We have this brief scene. He's with Allison again. Um, mm-hmm. He gets her new phone number. She writes it on his cast. Mm-hmm. And he's also trying to get, uh, whose number is it? It's another, it it's is, a, another, fr- it's or is it Charlie? Charlie's, Charlie's older sister. sister. Yeah. He wants yeah. sister's number, but he wants it so he can call Charlie. Um, mm-hmm. So they make it this kind of thing. And he eventually gets the number from Allison when he calls her again. So he calls Charlie and he talks mm-hmm. out this scenario with the only person that he can talk with. And he talks mm-hmm. to Charlie. And he's like, okay, here's the situation. At this point, had he gone to the body? He went to the body, right? Um. Yes. So he went back to the body. He went back to Daryl, who now is 
like kind of in a different position than what he was and looks rough. Like I couldn't quite tell, like it was like something had been at him. I wasn't sure if it was like animals picking at him or just he got bludgeoned with something. But yeah, yeah the body is not as it was when it fell a couple days ago. Mm-hmm. So Zach also goes to look in the hole where they had dropped the katana. And then he's like, oh shit, the sword is not there. Yeah. So when he calls, he starts stacking all of these cards and he's like, okay, Charlie, this is what up. The body's moved. I think it's been hacked up a little bit, like as a practice. Sword's Mm -hmm. gone. The kid that Josh fucking hates has ended up dead after saying that he could get weed for this kid. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I think Josh has lost it and he's, he's doing these things. And mm-hmm. Charlie is like yelling at him. And he's like, you need to stop this. Like, we can't, you shouldn't have gone to the body. Da, da, da. Like going through this thing of mm-hmm. like, this is not happening. It's in your head. You need to just cool your shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, Zach does not listen to him. Nope. And it's interesting. So at this point in the movie, we're like, okay, is he just being crazy paranoid? Mm-hmm. Is he going to snap? Right. Which is honestly where I thought it was heading. Because so now he's back home and then his mom comes home and she's like, hey, look who I found because it's Josh there. So they go they go outside to talk for a bit and end up just arguing over basically how everything is going. And Josh basically. Yeah. Yeah. And this was interesting because, okay, so we have this scene where Zach is having a a little bit of a breakdown in terms of like what he thinks is going on. Mm-hmm. Josh and Zach meet up. They're outside. They do have a bit of an argument. It seems though, like it's going to go okay. And then mm-hmm. Josh just kind of like snaps. Mm-hmm. He, he kind of just snaps and he lunges at Zach at one point and Zach kind of like backs up fearfully. And then yeah. Josh leaves and it's like, okay, he, again, these Young men went through a massive, massive trauma uh-huh. that they are trying to conceal. They did a bad thing. Yep. But something doesn't seem right now with Josh. Mm-hmm. And Zach is realizing it. Um, and I think like as an audience, it's like, okay, something is happening now. Is this when they, he goes to Josh's house? Yeah. So Yeah. So Zach just goes to Josh's house like, okay, come on. I have to really talk to you. And like no one's answering the door. So he gets the key from under the mat, lets himself in, goes into Josh's room, looks around and like Josh isn't there, but had put the pillows on his bed to make it look like someone was sleeping in it. So he's Mm -hmm. like, what the hell is this? And they had also talked about earlier how he'd had like Daryl's bag of stuff still at his place so he looks around he's like okay where the hell was that uh looking around thinks he might have the katana so he's looking around for that can't find anything so he sees the cordless phone lying in the middle of the floor so he's like okay pulls a good smart and goes to the caller id and is looking up okay what was what was the last number he called maybe that can tell me something the light shines in his eyes from the sun. So he like holds up his arm to shield his eyes and realizes the number on the cast 
Allison's number is the last number that Josh called. So it's like, holy fuck. And off he goes to try and get her. Which is smart. Uh, Okay. Which is smart. But we'll get Mm -hmm. to that in a second. So we see him rush over to Allison's. Mm -hmm. And while this is happening, we're also seeing that Josh is with the girls and the Mm -hmm. girls being Allison and Megan. Is that her name? Yep. Yeah. Allison and Megan at Megan's house. At Megan's house. So Zach is heading towards Allison's house. He is unaware of -hmm. where she is. Uh, My biggest thing is why isn't Zach using his mom's bike? Why is he running on his, why is he running with his feet? Because at this point he was probably just, ah, and not quite, not quite thinking. That's true. Um, Because he is deeply concerned uh, he's trying to get information out of Allison's super shitty brother. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, kind yeah. Of, kind of pieces it together. He's like, okay, I need to go to Megan's house. So while all of mm-hmm. this is happening, we are seeing Josh. He, like, shows up to the house, and they're like, oh, hey. And they're like, why do you have that beach towel? And he's like, oh, I've got something to show you guys. Oh, the beach towel happens to be wrapped up around something kind of tall. I mm-hmm. wonder what that is. And katana shaped. Huh. So we're like, oh, oh fuck. It wasn't just in Zach's head. No, so this was what real. Is, what is happening now? So they go in there, like Josh chugs a glass of milk creepily before getting down to the business of, oh hey, I got you more weed. Here you go. It's on the house. And Megan's like, cool. So they go upstairs to start smoking. Yeah. And that process is happening. The girls are like smoking some weed. Allison has relaxed a little bit because she seemed like she was very uncomfortable uh, Mm -hmm. with everything that was going on with Josh. So it's like, okay. And um, Josh gets this determined look on his face. And he's like, all right. He's like, he shows the girls his sword. He's like, hey, look at this. Mm -hmm. Like, da, da, da. So Megan like plays with it for a little bit. She's dicking around. He's like, okay, mm-hmm. it's my turn. Yeah. So we don't see anything because up rolls Zach. Mm-hmm. Just comes in the house. He grabs a fire poker. Um, it was the shovel from the okay. fire poker set. So yeah. Cause he yeah, he like gets up there. He's like, oh god, oh god, oh god. Finds the door that he can get in. So he gets there, grabs that, starts going upstairs. And we can kind of hear sound. Something. Yeah, something. Not quite sure what it is. He creeps down the hallway, opens the door. And there is, like, because at first I couldn't tell which girl it was. Mm -hmm. But so we see a quick flash of one of the girls lying on the bed in a pool of blood. Mm -hmm. The other girl turns out, I think that was Allison. That was Allison. Yeah. Yeah. Turns out Allison, she's got like something tied around her mouth as a gag. She's tied up in Christmas lights. And we see, we see Josh lunge at the door and slam the door shut. Yeah. So you have to take this in on like a very brief second. Cause that's all that Zach sees. That's all that we see. 
Mm-hmm. So he's, he's smart. He runs outside. He starts screaming, like he's killing them. He's killing them. Someone help. And he's like, he looks up towards the window. He's like, okay, they have one of those like, um, late eighties Chevy vans. Uh-huh. So he crawls up the ladder, gets on the van, gets up into the house, breaks through the window, gets into the bedroom. As mm-hmm. he gets into Megan's bedroom, we see Josh. Cause I guess he put a dresser in front of the door. Yeah. So we see him so, like just get out of the door barely. Mm-hmm. And uh, he goes over what I pieced together. He was try- Josh was trying to cut off Allison's head. Yeah. So she has a big gash on her neck. Um, he, Zach begins to like untie her. He gets the gag out of her mouth. Uh, mm-hmm. doesn't do anything with Megan because at this point we have to assume that she is very much dead. Yeah. Um, Allison is traumatized beyond belief, mm-hmm. probably in shock. And he's, mm-hmm. he, Zach kind of sits there for a moment. He's like, okay. He's like, I'm going to go get him. Yeah. So he like lays her down, covers her with a jacket, something like I'm going to get help. Just hang on. Yeah. So he grabs the, fire shovel and runs downstairs again so he's going downstairs he's like trying to make sure he creeps that way like goes into one room doesn't see him then turns around and josh comes running up from the hallway with the katana starts like wailing at him so he's able to block a couple blows with the shovel but then i think Mm he oh no because he turns around because zach turns around to try to run and josh like manages to land a blow on his back yeah zach goes down then he turns around as josh brings the katana down again and he blocks it with his arm and his head yeah so part of it gets into his cast but then the tip Mm -hmm. of it gets into his head so he has like a he's cut in his back he has a cut Mm -hmm. on his head they have this moment where Zach is like, why are you doing that? Like, I am your best friend. Like, I love you. And Mm -hmm. I like, yes, he was saying those things because he absolutely meant them. But then Mm -hmm. he like said it and like dropped and like ran. Yeah. So he tries to get out of the house again. He gets out of the house. But just as he gets out of the house, he gets chopped in the shoulder. Mm -hmm. And then he falls to the ground. He gets stabbed in the leg. Yeah. And then he's using his hands to try to like pull it out of him. And it's just like, oh, your hands. Yeah. So there's this great scene of he's on the lawn. Josh is like trying to stab deeper into his leg and he's trying to keep from being stabbed deeper in the leg and just screaming. And it's, it's intense. It's very intense. All why like a, like a seven-year-old girl watches. Yeah. Just random seven-year-old girl from down the street just staring and then that was her dad that ran up and was managed to yank josh off of zach who knows yeah because at this point so that yeah the sword gets out of the leg josh tries to just completely choke him out then yes we finally Mm -hmm. have a male adult shows up pulls him off of him uh zach gets in one good punch into Josh's mm-hmm. face. And then we see all of these police officers arrive on the scene. Yep. 
So then we've got flash to a little later. You've got a paramedic with Zach, which with the injuries that he had, I was surprised that he was just sitting there with a paramedic. Oh, he, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. I was like, um, why is he not on a stretcher in an ambulance being taken to somewhere already? Yeah. It's like pending where he got stabbed in the leg. I mean, you hit a femoral artery, you're done. Mm-hmm. But So he's sitting there, the paramedics, like at least looking at him. He yeah. sees Allison be taken out on a stretcher. Like her brother shows up and is a complete 180 of, oh my God. So it turns out he actually does love her. He's just an asshole. Mm. And he turns and he sees Josh just sitting in the back of the cop car, just soulless. And then we cut and it's spring. Mm -hmm. It's spring. Mm -hmm. And we see Allison go through a few different things. And we end with her, uh, a scene that we saw that was similar when uh, Zach was having like a flashback memory, Mm -hmm. but there's a, a boy sitting behind Allison and she's playing with her hair and she goes to touch the back of her neck. And she has this big scar on the back of her neck. Yep. And she goes to pull out her ponytail so her hair hides it and then that's the end of the movie. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oof. Yes. This is a this is a very very good movie. It is heavy. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. But it is a very good movie. Mhm. Like and it's heavy in a way. It's heavy in a way that but I didn't feel like, I didn't feel bad after watching it. No. Because, I mean, there is there's a lot of suspense through there that you're like, ah. So there is... It's a weird sort of catharsis at the end. Because, like, Allison survives. You... Beyond, you assume that Zach ends up okay but you don't know quite what happened to him. And I was thinking about that afterwards. I'm like, okay, why didn't they show him? Maybe once they took Josh in, that's when they figured out what happened to Daryl. So Zach ended up getting in trouble anyway, because accessory to trying to hide a body or cover up her murder or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting too, because I'm like, okay, yeah. Why did, why did we focus on Allison? Like we barely saw her as a character, Mm -hmm. but I wonder too, if like we're focusing on her because, she is the lone survivor of this domino effect attack. Yeah. It, you know, it wasn't about the guys. Because mm-hmm. they, you know, I mean, as, as, as much as Zach did to like help her, he was still mm-hmm. in the wrong initially from all the things that he did. Oh, yeah. So or maybe going back to the deer in the beginning, it's just a through line of, oh, here's this innocent bystander that happened to get caught up in this really fucked up situation. Yeah. I, yeah, she was she was privy to a really tragic situation that she had nothing to do with. And she ended up in a situation of violence that she had nothing to do with as well. Mm-hmm. yeah so it's it's very interesting it's very interesting it's not that long of a well i guess it's like an hour 45 yeah something like that but it's not too bad i highly recommend mm-hmm. super super yes. good movie if you need mm-hmm. some <laughs> super dark times 
Because <laughs> that's the name of it. That's the name. Guys, I think we did pretty good not making too many tasteless jokes. Yeah. Yeah, that could have gone south a couple ways, couldn't it? Yeah. I, did, I didn't talk about necrophilia. No. Which is surprising. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But it didn't happen. And I am proud of that. And we still have the lingering question about steak, which I will maintain my innocence there. But you know what, dear listeners? You've probably heard a couple of our podcasts now. So just um, I'm going to leave that up to you. You know, I was so willing to not believe that one, but also readily accept that you've never punched a wall. <laughs> well, no, that would hurt. Yeah. Yeah. I know which one you'd favor. Anyways, so (laughs) (laughs) make sure you check us out on Instagram. I occasionally go on there and put up photos and maybe say random shit. Maybe I don't. I just come check us out. Leave us a review. Let some people know about us. You're having your hot girl, hot boy, hot non-binary summer right now. And I hope it is so sexy. I hope it is so safe. And I hope it is filled with yes. alcohol if you can drink it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And while you're out there, truly, if this doesn't tell you, because this movie should have, uh, trash is always better with friends. Indeed. All right. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs> you did it.